support the work of Strike Level Sports by heading to Fanatics.com and purchasing officially licensed gear from the NFL, the NBA, and more. Each purchase made through the text link below goes into the funding of the Strike Seven Sports brand. To proceed, go to the link strikesevensports.com forward slash fanatics. I say again, strikesevensports.com forward slash fanatics. Thank you. Yo, what's good? This is your boy, Derek Branch here at StrikeSellersports.com. This is another episode of StrikeSellersports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Brian Bada, Leo the Seabury. This is episode of StrikeSellersports Podcast. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. These last, talk about these last uh, 48 hours in the world of sports. Pretty much, well, starting from the weekend on Sunday, um, there was a uh, incident that went down during the, uh, the day of the All-Star game. Well, it involved college uh, basketball with uh, Michigan head, Michigan Wolverines head coach uh, Jawan Howard and uh, Wisconsin head coach uh, Greg Gard. Um, it was pretty much a scuffle that went down. Um, Jawan Howard didn't throw a didn't throw a left hook, didn't throw a right hand. He pretty much just kind of like scolded the guy. He was the uh, assistant, Wisconsin sister head coach, uh, Joe Krabenhoff. Big old, it was big old engagement online, big a big, you know, arguments online about who was wrong, who was right. Was um, Coach Guard was out of bounds for what he did, but I'm just going to read the whole transaction of what went down from uh, this, this story down the ESPN. Michigan's men's basketball coach Juwan Howard has been suspended five games the, the remainder of the regular season and fined forty grand for for hitting Wisconsin Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabenhoff in the face after Sunday's game. The Big Ten conference announced on Monday. On Monday, Wisconsin coach Greg Greg Gar was fined ten grand for violating the conference sportsmanship policy, but not suspended. While Krabenhoff is not expected to receive punishment. Michigan forwards Terrence William and Moisa Diabate and Wisconsin guard Jacoby Ned were suspended in one game. All three appeared to throw punches. The disciplinary, disciplinary actions were imposed by the Big Ten in conjunction with both schools. Quote, Big Ten conference coaches and student athletes are expected to discipline to the highest level of sportsmanship conduct. Conference Commissioner Kevin Warren said in a statement. Alright, so I'm going to scroll down to where we'll provoke um, Jawan Howard to act in the manner that he acted. In. in the final minute of Wisconsin's 77 3 home win on Sunday, Gar substituted his walk-ons into the game. Michigan, which still had its regulars on the floor, was pressing full court, leading Gar to call a timeout, sell his team, and give it a chance to cross half court without turning the ball over. Following the buzzer, guard grabbed, guard grabbed Howard's arm as he walked past him in an attempt to stop and talk to him. The two men exchanged words with Howard putting his finger in guard's face, grabbing guard's shirt before being surrounded by several players and coaches. Krabenhoff then came over in the middle of the scrum and exchanged words with Howard's, and Howard's <laughs> and Howard then reached back, reached out, and struck Crawford. Crawford Hall's face. Now he didn't, he didn't struck it, but whatever. 
Alright, man. So I'm going to just end it right there. Um, I just want to ask y'all. Jawan Howard was punishment of... Uh, you got fined 40 grand and uh, suspended for five games. The regular season. Do y'all think the punishment was fair or foul? Go ahead, Brian, because I would like to say. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I have to get lower my battery. Uh, so, this was just wild. I'm just going to say, Jawan Howard, he's had some bad moments where he's just lost his cool. Uh, Greg Gard shouldn't have put his hand on him. I think he could have explained it without putting his hands on him. And then that maybe this doesn't happen. Uh, but I'm glad John Howard wasn't fired. I didn't think he needed to be fired. But I feel like the suspension, in my opinion, should have been at least through the Big Ten tournament, a conference tournament, and maybe even through the rest of the season. Because I think you need to send a stronger message. Uh, maybe Gard should have gotten the game suspension, but the fine is alright. But, yeah, uh, Jawan Howard, this isn't a great look. Someone made a good point. Uh, when you think of Jawan Howard, you're going to think of this uh, until he wins. Or Yeah, when, when you think wow. of Jawan Howard, you're going to think of this moment. Fair or not fair, I think that was a really good point that person said. And so, they'll have a lot to overcome this, but the one good thing about that suspension not going through the Big Ten Conference Tournament is we could potentially see Michigan and Wisconsin again. And I would love to see that, not just because of what happened uh, after the game, but what happened on the court. Wisconsin whooped Michigan's behind, and Michigan definitely won't pay back. So uh, I'm glad we got that possibility. But in the end, Jawan Howard knows better, uh, and he's going to have to just be smart. I think he should seek anger management, cancel, counsel. I know that's kind of tough, but he's had, he's had on, his bro. moments. He's not his moments. It's not like this is just one isolated incident. This you is a repeated. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I think he, he needs to do that. Uh, but uh, also, Greg Gard should not have called the timeout. And if he was going to call the timeout, he should have like, let Jawan or sent someone to let him know why he was doing it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the end. Uh, Leah, you can get Yeah. Nah, I, I'm 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 just bracing myself. <laughs> um, I think the suspension well from Jawan Howard by University of Memphis. I mean University of Michigan in the Big Ten was too much. Um, people are saying like he should get suspended the rest of the season or he should be fired. I don't think that's fair. I think we should come to do way worse. Hey, y'all remember Bob Knight? Yeah. Remember yeah. he used to he used to get away with having throwing chairs at people. Throwing, throwing temper tantrums, doing all types of things, and I feel like people don't that they didn't make that much of it when he was doing it. But now you have Jawan Howard, who I admit he shouldn't have thrown the punch at the guy. Like that was out of bounds for him to do. But you people see, I feel like the incident is how people want, like how people view America, like black people in America. Like, it's a situation where he, I know like, I hate to bring race to it, but you can't help but do it in a situation. So think about this. In America, black people react to certain things, but when we react, it's viewed as we're the aggressors. When people aren't going to talk about it never about Greg Gardner or Gavin Ham. Nobody, nobody's not bring, they're not bringing that up enough. It's being brought up, but it's not being brought up enough in my opinion, because that's important. I don't think Jawan, 
goes at him the way he does, if they if Jerron keeps it pushing, if, if Greg keeps it pushing, it's cool. Nobody's nobody goes through the line. Okay, he didn't say anything to you. Okay, so what? Woo-hoo. But the fact that Howard had that the guard was so adamant about explaining, bro, he didn't have nothing to say to me. He said he said I remember, I remember that that stuff. So it's nothing to explain, bro. Like you 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 keep it pushing, bro. Like. Like get get out of my face, and I I understand where hell was coming from. Like, and I I don't think you should. I think maybe a two game or three game suspension would have been enough. But you know, with um with 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 certain with people of color, you know, they have to make an example out of us. They feel like, in my opinion, but I feel like if God had been the one who did, I feel like he wouldn't have got suspended that many games or really much at all. Hey, he's the one who, who started the God's the one who started the altercation. He got a fine. So that just says a lot. Like that's just say that's just say a lot of it, it, right there. The fact that the person that starts it only gets a slap on the wrist, a little fine. Okay, that's it. Well, can I say one quick thing? Go ahead, man. He thinks that Doug Gottlieb, y'all heard it. He oh, thinks that is, he thinks that uh, what's his name? Yeah, come on, bro. Uh, if it had been a white coach, that person would have been fired. I disagree with that. I don't think that necessarily be the case then. Another big major point. I hate when we love to just bring race into this. This has nothing to do with race. I saw a Clay Travis tweet that watched Jawan Howard accused him of saying, saying uh, Man, the gospel. Man, why bring that name up, bro? That's why he did it. I, I just hate race being involved if we don't have to bring it in. This has nothing to do with race. It's not to play hypotheticals, but we just should focus on what happened, not if, ands, or buts. Maybe if you want the only ones I could maybe – think about if he had been fired but he didn't get fired but I understand why some people were comparing it to some of these other guys but I, I really don't think race has to be brought up in everything that's just my opinion how can, how can you not bring race into it when the man the man who started the altercation gets a slap on the wrist like what are you talking about like this is not if this were two black head coaches both of them probably would have got suspended let's, let's just keep this you want to keep it real honest and be real about the situation? Two black head coaches doing this this mess would have got suspended. Both. You have one. Why is it that the person that starts it, Brian, gets less than the person who, who reacts? You, look, you can't. I, what? I don't think Greg Gard did that. Look, what I, if I was, look, if I'm trying to explain someone to some, explain something to someone, I don't need to grab them. I can just. Just hey, can I please get your attention? Then let me explain it to you. So that was the mistake he made. But the thing is, in my opinion, I don't think he needed to explain it. If he wanted to, if if Juwan Howard asked him, then you need to explain it. But if he didn't, if he didn't ask him, Juwan Howard just wanted to go, shake his hand, and move on. So that's what I would personally identify with Greg Gard. Now, if he had asked me, then I would have given him an explanation. But that's just the way I look at it. And uh, but like. Someone also made this point. I think it's fair. If you want to press while you're up, all those are not up. If you want to press while you're down, then don't be surprised if Greg Card is still coaching. So if he's not pressing, this is a non-story and we're not talking about it. So that's just my opinion. Got anything else to add, Leo? I don't, I don't agree with anything Brian said. Like, personally, I just feel like people like like the first of all like you say race has nothing to do with this bro but the facts are the facts a, a black how many times do we see this in society a, a black man reacting to a white man's actions and being the one that gets all the blame how many times do we see that in society 
Like, you, how can you not, this is not, this is not solely based on race, because obviously this is athletics in, in, in this situation. Like, we're not talking about, like, a, a social justice thing or something like that, obviously. But you have to put it, like, for you to say that race had nothing to do with it is, I feel like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to call you a name or anything, but I feel like that's an ignorant take, in my opinion, because you're saying, you're ignoring the facts. The facts are the facts. Why you saying that race had nothing to do with it? This is too, why, it, you can't, the, you, race can't, you trying to avoid race and being involved is avoiding the fact of the situation. And I feel that personally you are doing it. And I feel like there's just, that I just, I just don't like the fact that you're doing that. And it's your opinion. You have the right to have one. And I have the right to have one. But I just don't understand how you can avoid race not being in this conversation. All right, let me, all right, no one's talking about this, but some Jeff Gibbon was like, it had been the, old, one of the old, I think the previous uh, Big Ten commissioner, Jim Delaney, he was white, but he just said he was really, really strict. Jawan Howard would have been suspended the rest of the year. Now, the, the two black people ahead of him, Ward Manuel, the AD at Michigan, and the commissioner, Kevin Warren, I think that played a little bit of a role in him getting a slap of the wrist, in my opinion, on the suspension. Do you, do you think that's fair or not? I don't even think he should have been suspended the rest of the season, though. I would have said three no, games. But, but answer my question. Please answer my question. No, think, no, uh, no. That's not even – and that still was too much. Cause, no, because I said the three – the five games, the rest of the season was too much. If you can't – what part of – I feel like, and I feel like they were wrong for not giving. If you were to go give Jawan the rest of the season, you should have gave Guard two games. Guard should have got a suspension two then. That's my opinion. If you give Jawan five, you give Guard at least one or two, at least one game, or at least two. If you gonna start or something, there would be like, okay, you remember DB? You old enough to remember it? What Malice in the Palace? Yeah. There would have been like suspending J.R. Smith. Well, well, J.R. Smith. Well, the people that went once team. When players are one team, Carmelo, Jr. and all them getting suspended, but you're not gonna suspend the Marty Collins, Nate Robinson. It's like them not getting suspended. Why are you gonna suspend two people that both one one party if you're not gonna suspend both parties? Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying guards should be out for the rest of the season because he shouldn't be. He shouldn't have. But but I just feel like both of them should receive suspensions, not just one team. But that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. All right. You got anything else? Nah, I'm fine. I, I've been talking All too right. much. I want to hear from you. All right, man. Look, I'll say this, man. Sean Payton was accused of allegedly running a bounty program. He kept his job. But they wanted to fire him. According to him, they did want to get rid of him. But he, got his job. he kept his job. What else? Bill Belichick recorded was accused of recording practices, other teams' practices. He kept his job. Um, Mark Few, Gonzaga head coach, he got a DUI. That's a serious offense. He kept his job. Urban Meyer, I mean, well, Urban Meyer did get fired eventually, but it took him a while. It took. Shai uh, Khan a while to do it. Look at all the stuff he was doing. Uh, I think the punishment was fair. Um, I don't think he should have been fired. Though. I don't understand how this leads to a fire. This type of behavior will lead to a fire. 
after all that um everything that Howard has accomplished at Michigan in a short time. This is a, this is that would be a knee jerk rash them they fired him. But I think the fine was fair, the suspicion is fair. But for Greg Gard, he should be suspended as well and fined. More than ten grand. Um uh, I felt like that was out of bounds what he did. If he's pressing, I mean, why not? You had what was fifteen seconds left in the game? Game was almost over, right? Game was almost over. Why not just deal with the press? You can't deal with the press. You gotta call a timeout. You know? Just deal with it. You want you up by what? Fifteen points, right? Just deal with it. And run the clock out. Oh well. But Guard did provoke Howard. He did. I look at the film multiple times. He provoked Howard. He started first. All you had to do was take the high road, both of them. Be honest. Shake hands, move on. You know? He on the Michigan is the one on the bubble. Not not Wisconsin. They're gonna get in the tournament, probably, most likely. Michigan the team is on a bubble. Shake hands, move on. You had to explain. But nah, man, he gotta Grab the guy hand, grab his hand, and Howard already pissed. You know, he's having a bad day. It happens. You know? But, um, and what about the, the assistant, man? Uh, Abramic, what's his name? Krabbenhoff. He should got suspension. He didn't get no punishment. He didn't want to provoke Howard to do what he did. He didn't get no suspension. What's up? Yeah, I don't know if he said anything. That's he did. That's what he, he did say something. That's why Howard yeah. reached out and grabbed him. He but said also, something. I think he, one of the main, also, I think he had his hands on one of the Michigan players. So that was part of the problem. That's why a lot of people wanted him to receive a suspension or fine. Uh, it's fine, but I, I don't think. It's, it's a again. It's, it's a fair punishment. I think it's a fair punishment. It's a fair punishment but, for Jawan 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 Howard, but Krabbenhoff should got punishment and guard instead of a ten grand, ten dollars dollar fine. That's what I think should happen. But Howard does not does not deserve to lose a job for this man. This is just that's yeah, overboard. Yeah. This is like way overboard, man. Because I just mentioned people that done worse than than um, Howard, man. Coach is doing a four lot worse than this dude than what Howard did. So no, yeah. no, this is that's overboard, man. Y'all got anything else to add? No. All right. Uh, well, I I see I see small argument on this conversation, fellas. What's up? It, 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 well, I, I can't I can't argue until I'm blue in the face that this guy back to the guy because you know, I'm from what people say, Jerome's a good guy, a really good guy. So it's not yeah. like this is his react. His his actions were all based off of instincts and seeing what was happening around him. Right. I don't feel like he instigated anything, and for him to have not instigated anything and still get when God, I, that's what hurts me the most. And like I feel like a lot of black people, like I'm not saying call nobody Uncle Tom's or nothing like that, but it was too many like people. Too many brothers on Twitter talk about how he should have got to spend the rest of the season and he should, like, including the Big Ten tournament and all that. It was too many, like, brothers. Like, we, not saying, like I said, not trying to make it all about race, but black people, 
we we also not the ones that provoke. So we should have. I'm not saying some people maybe are not in this situation, but a lot of times I've been in situations where I've been provoked by the opposite races and things like that. So I feel like people like that should have empathized with him, not trying to say, oh well, he did this, he did. Look at why he did what he did. Don't just look at his actions. Look at why he reacted the way he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you. Guard provoked it, man. They, they, man. He just took the high road, man. Just shake hands, but shake hands. Keep, keep it moving. That's it. You know, it's yeah, it's hypocritical, man, to me. But it, it is what it is now, man. Um, Michigan on a bumble. They got them. Uh, I think they won the last four in. Nah, you know they lost more games than Memphis, but we'll see. All right, moving right along, man. Um, go to the. Uh, talk about the NBA and a particular team that I've I noticed I've been noticing over the, the last few weeks and I mentioned something to y'all in the uh the chat a few weeks ago well a week ago about LeBron James possibly coming wanting to come back to Cleveland and this roster is nice man one thing I will give the Cavaliers man some credit on is that the times that they that LeBron has left, they've built some um pretty good, I would say, rocks. If they've had a they got the ability to find really good players. The second time the first time he left, they're able to they're able to get uh Kyrie Irving and uh Andrew Wiggins. You know, but uh Wiggins left because they wanted to get uh Kevin Love. Now, um they uh LeBron left the second time, and he got he got a really good roster right now. I got it pulled up on my screen. He got a uh, Colin Sexton, Colin Sexton, who's out for the year. People, you know, a lot of people forget about that. Colin Sexton, Sexton's out. You got a uh, Darius Garland. You got a uh, Josh Allen. Um, Kevin Love still hanging around. He's still there. You got um the veteran Ray John Rondo. But anyways. They're uh, four place in the West, and on All Star Weekend, during All Star Weekend, it was brought up to um, LeBron James mentions that the door's not closed on him leaving the, uh, well coming back to Cleveland, and um, I just want to ask y'all, man, if you the Cavaliers, if you Cleveland. Well, I won't say you if it was Cleveland, but do y'all think it'd be beneficial beneficial if for the Cavaliers to bring back LeBron for the third time? Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, I feel like it, it could be a blessing, but a curse at the same time. Like that, they're building something really special with this young group, and Dan Gilbert may ultimately wanna win one without LeBron, see if he can do that without LeBron. But at the same time, LeBron is one of the best players ever. Just when you get him, he's going to be probably a really good role player. That's what people are going to have to just realize. So, um, and you may get a son like, what people aren't talking about, his son is good, but he ain't, you know, he, he's a good, solid player, but he, he doesn't have that. In fact, he's not like a superstar. At least people don't think he'll be. So it'll be interesting to see wherever he goes, and LeBron will probably go there. 
how much LeBron plays and how much his son plays and how much can that be a factor. And so Cleveland can potentially be the right situation because it's home. But if you get wrong situation, it, it can be a problem. So it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. But I think the Cavs, if, if they can get LeBron, they like it. But if they don't, it's not that bad. Right, I agree. Um, if I'm clear, I'm, I'm, uh, my bad. If I'm Cleveland, I don't know if I do this, man. I don't know because the Lakers are going to want, to want some of those pieces, man. Um, they're going to ask for... Let's see, LeBron, um, a small forward, excuse me. They ask for at least Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, um, Darius Garland, either one of those three players they're going to ask for in return for uh, LeBron James. Um, I don't know if I do it. Uh, I think you got, and you got Colin Sexton, you know what I'm saying? You still got uh, Colin Sexton, he comes back next year. Um, I think it's a pretty good team, man. They really um, they like kind of remind me of Memphis a little bit. Um, playing playing really good in the East right now in full place. Um, setting themselves up for a um, a playoff berth. They were the third seed in the West, but they got down dropped down to the fourth spot. But it is what it is. But um, I don't know if I would do this if I'm Cleveland. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, I know LeBron. He brings a lot to the table and all that, but then in the same token, man, um, it kind of changes the dynamic of your roster. You know what I'm saying? Your team, you know, things just get thrown sideways when you're regards to building a roster. Kind of, you know, mortgage your future just to uh, win a championship. So yeah, that'll be that'll be up to Dan Gilbert to make the, the decision for Dan Gilbert to make. You know, um, LeBron comes back for the third time. But I told y'all, man, I was like, he's looking at that roster, man. I know he's, he's looking at his roster. He's looking at the situation in L.A. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I should uh, try to come back home. <laughs> and All-Star Weekend, there it goes. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't do this if I'm Cleveland. You know, I think, what, next year? After next year, it'll be, what, 38, 39? I don't know if I would do it, you know? You could get you could get another asset besides LeBron to join you instead of um you know what I'm saying, instead of um mortgaging the future for him. You know. But um I wouldn't do it. Anything else to add? Yeah, pretty much uh had everything got to say and I, I agree with a lot of your points. Well, maybe just one quick note on Colin Sexton. I think he's gonna I don't think he'll be on the cap next year. I think those probably sign and trade him. Because I feel like they like they're going to move forward with Darius Godwin. They kind of get more size on the wing. They got Karis LeVert. They like him. So, I think, I don't think Comstock is part of them. Where do you think Kevin Love goes? I think he stays one more year. Then, I think he ends up on, he's going to be like one of those rings. I know he's won one already. But he'll end up on the team that feels like he'll win a championship. Like Brooklyn or something. Yeah, but we'll see, man. And, um, also, uh, do you believe the, uh, the talk about LeBron uh, possibly leaving if uh, the extension is signed after the summer? Yeah, I saw that. I've gotten to a point. LeBron brought us a title uh, as a Lakers fan. So, whatever he does next, I'm fine with it. Uh, I just hope he, he, if he wants to leave and he feels like 
we can trade them and he knows the guy. I'm fine with that. I want probably be best to just stay next year and then do everything and try to compete for if then after that leave like that, I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, yeah, and to me, man, it look like look like I don't know if it's just me, but look like LeBron just like he's like he like like uh LeBron just like he's uh just checked out, man. You know what I'm saying? He just enjoying himself, living his best life. Just like, you know, it is what it is, accept it. I don't know, man. But we'll see. Um, Leo since you're back. Um, I don't know if you heard our last um convo. We was talking about uh the Cavaliers and the rise in the East. And I brought I posed the question of would it be beneficial for the Cavaliers to bring back LeBron for the third time? No. Shoot up the, the um the chart with um dealing with Milwaukee, but we don't know. I don't know if they're ready for that yet. But I also want to ask you: Do you buy that report about uh LeBron being good as gone if uh he doesn't sign an extension or something? If he doesn't sign, it, uh, I I I don't buy it
and 15 years later, he's 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 threatening to average 30. So I don't know how he's played, dropped off, but you know how some people are DB yet. People come up with anything to, to try to try to knock a guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like LeBron, LeBron, if he wants to stay in LA, cool. I feel like he's okay with not not necessarily not winning, but he's okay with if if 2020 was his last title. I feel like he's okay with it. Right. One quick thought I'll add. If he's gonna stay in LA and he might not want to compete for titles, he might as well get Clippers. That Laker Nation ain't gonna be putting up with that. I already see some Laker fans on Twitter that if this if they don't feel like this team compete for titles anymore, they might as well just blow it up. That's gonna be something I'll be interested in. But you can't just stay with the Lakers and just be part and not be all in on winning titles. Now I know not all. Probably gonna be gone, and Laker fans will be thankful. He brought them a title. He made them relevant. But let's uh, move it was towards one the though. Say what? It was just one title, man. Laker fans yeah. want multiple championships, man. It don't work like that. The Warriors were still together. It it wasn't even guaranteed on a title. And some everyone was saying, like if he didn't want to be there, but the fact that he won one. That's obviously, if he could win more than one, that'd be great. But he won one, in my opinion, his tenure has been a success. I don't know about all that. One title, man, as a Laker. We hadn't made the playoffs in four in six years before he had gotten there. Just keep that in mind. That's true. <laughs> we hadn't even. So the first time he touched the we touched the playoffs with this man, we went we were we were champs. Just keep that in mind. The yeah, first time. Okay. That's not that's what I'm saying. We hadn't made the playoffs in let me get let me get that let me correct that. We had not made the playoffs in twenty thirteen with Kobe with the late great Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and the crew. So there was a long seven years that we went keep in mind his first year that we didn't make the playoffs, but LeBron had was hurt for for a good portion of that season. We missed twenty six games. I feel like that's that Lakers team is a playoff team if with a healthy LeBron. That second year, first time we touched the postseason D V, you win a title. So that made the LeBron work it, the move worth it, and it also made the AD trade work it. Regardless of what Ingram and the other guys become, I feel like the Lakers got the best out of the trade because you got a championship out of it. If you get a championship out of it, you get the what you want to trade. That's fair. But uh, I don't think he goes back to Cleveland, bro. I mean, I think he'll go somewhere else, man, but not, not Cleveland, bro. I don't think they're going to take him back, man. They'd be foolish to do that, but. We'll yeah. see. I don't think he goes back to Cleveland. What are some destinations in mind for you, though? Man. Mm. Man. You know what? Crazy as this sounds, <laughs> him and KD need to team up. <laughs> bro, him and KD need to team up before they retire. For real. For real. New York? The Knicks? With Zion. Watch it, man. Watch the breadcrumbs, bro. That's if your boy, your boy, if, uh, what his name is? Not Dan Gilbert. Who owns the Knicks? The guy who's... James Dolan. If Dolan give up his control, he might have some. Yeah. If Dolan give up his control, he could go there. I think he'll go there. 
That's if Zion goes to two though. Yeah. But I think I think that's his last shot though. Like I don't see it. I know Milwaukee is out of the picture. Phoenix, eh? Clippers, nah. Um, I don't see other, too many options, man. Miami, I don't know. So I, don't, I don't see too many options for LeBron. That Cleveland thing is out of picture to me, man. But we'll see. Um, all right, moving right along. Now this, this is the big topic right here, man. Uh, Zion Williams, uh, drama that came came down over the weekend or because of a. A quote, a remark that was said by a newly acquired C.J. McCullough, who was acquired from the Portland Trailblazers in return for um, Nicole Alexander Walker and um, Josh Hart. Um, so it was at All Star Weekend at uh, Cleveland, and um, C.J. McCullough was talking with uh, the, the NBA and uh, TNT crew. And I just got the uh, audio pulled up of what. McCullough said, um, I'm just go ahead and play it real quick. Just changing gears a little bit again. You know, we, you got Brandon Ingram, you have yourself, Zion. Have you had a chance to talk to Zion about anything? Have you, I heard he was working out or somewhere else in another city? You know, that's the, obviously the missing piece of what you guys are going to do. He's a big part of our future, obviously. You know, we're looking forward to getting him back. I haven't had conversations with him directly. I've spoken to some people close to him and look forward to sitting down uh, with him sooner than later. But I, I don't really, uh, I know I know about as much as you do right now, but really? I'm going to get to the bottom. No, no, no. Well, listen, he, well, he, well, Zion, this is a dude who could get 25 a night easily. You better call him. You shouldn't have to call him. Listen. I got your... That's that part of it. That that pretty much uh, set off alarms in uh, Pelicans land, Pelicans Twitter, Pelicans media about the situation in uh, New Orleans. Um, everything is starting to uh, unfold. Yesterday, they bought out the uh, they sent out the email, the uh, season tickets uh, for all season ticket holders. Zion's name was not on the list, not on that uh, that promo. Um, people made a, a big deal of that. And so this morning, I got the, uh, the audio pulled up from, uh, what J.J. Reddick said on, on the situation as well. Just give me a second play real quick. says he still hasn't spoken to Zion since being traded to New Orleans. I haven't had conversations with him directly. I've spoken with some people close to him and look forward to sitting down with him sooner than later. I know about as much as you do right now, but I'm getting to the bottom of it. JJ, is this something or nothing? Oh, this is this is definitely something. I, actually, this is, this is a little bit insane to me. Um, there's a general uh, sort of decor, decorum of behavior that you should apply as a teammate. Look, I, I wasn't the best player on any team I was on. But if there was a, a buyout possibility, if there was a trade possibility, 
I would always reach out to team. I, I called Ursan Ilyasova. I called Marco. I called Wes Matthews trying to get him to come to Philly. Like, this just shows a complete lack of investment in your team, in the organization, in the city. I get that he's hurt and away from the team. But you just traded for one of the 50 best players in the league. A guy that's supposed to be paired with you. Reach out and say hello. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again. And look, I was his teammate. I can describe him as a detached teammate. That, that, is, that is an accurate statement. This is just, this is basic, basic level of humanity being a teammate. Send a text to a guy when he gets traded to your team. That is just normal behavior. That's the bar minimum that you have to do. And the Pelicans yesterday sent out an email for season tickets for next year. Guess who wasn't in the email? Whose name was not in the email? Zion's. Like, what the heck is going on in New Orleans, Stephen A? They don't have you. They don't have somebody like you. That's number one to answer your question directly. And just in the interest of full disclosure, while Molly is sitting here on the end, we're on national television, I've always, always had a lot of uh, uh, love and respect for J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that up is because I remember one time I was, he was with the Philadelphia 76ers and it was all playful or whatever, but, you know, he, didn't, he disagreed with a take. Little did I know that we'd be on the air together disagreeing on takes in the future. But J.J. Redick disagreed with a take that I had, Molly, and I don't remember what exactly it was about, but he yeah. jumped on me and then Ben Simmons and others came along and they jumped on me. But they had something to say and they came up to me and they said it. You see what I'm saying? And then I had to go on the air the next day and be like, they had a point. <laughs> it makes sense. And it, it, it's just about the level of professionalism and decorum and just being men that you're speaking to that I've always, always respected. Because I'm the type of person that if I say something publicly, that's about professional decorum. And I think to some degree that's what you're talking about here. But you also are talking about an extra level of something, which is decency. You're absolutely right, J.J. Reddick. In- All right, man. All right. Well. So, <laughs> with all that being said, man, well, according to uh, like Malika Andrews today, um, Zion reached out because, well, I well, let me backtrack. Um, Zion, she stated that uh, C.J. McCullough said that Zion has reached out to him since that remark was made, combined with the season ticket, the whole email, I got the email as well. The email with the season ticket holders, and this is what J.J. Reddick said. Oh, I just want to ask y'all, based on all this, all the stuff that's been going on these last couple of weeks with Zion, with his injuries, stuff dating back to the bubble, um, last season dealing with Stan Van Gundy, um, do y'all think Zion is on his way out of New Orleans after the season? That's with, even uh, with his um, decreased value right now. Uh, if, if I were New Orleans, I would say I would do my darnest to keep him. Keep in mind, New Orleans has his rights. He can't. What he gonna do? Sit out two years, wait till free agency? That's not an option. So the question is. What can I get for New, for New Orleans? What can I get back for him? Only 85 games is a pro. Zion Williamson has shown that he can be a superstar talent when he's playing and when he's healthy. Zion Williamson, keep in mind, y'all, was an all-star starter 
Keep that in mind. Zion Williamson started in the All-Star game. I just want y'all people like people ain't like this guy's a scrub. This guy's no scrub. That's why he can do this. He can sit there. Um, I feel like Stephen A. Smith made a good point today. He also went on to say, I think in late, if, if Steve, if Jay, he was with Kendrick, I think it was with Kendrick Perk, not Kendrick Perk, he was with someone else, but Stephen A. Smith said that if he wanted to be on the Pelicans, Zion Williamson would be playing right now. Not say, he said not that he's trying to fake his injury or nothing, but I, I do agree with that. If he wanted to be on the Pelicans, he would he would be playing. I feel like he don't want to be on the Pelicans. He already said on draft night he wanted to be drafted by the Knicks. He said that that's public knowledge. He wanted to be he wanted to be a New York Knicks. He never said he never said publicly that he wants Adam New Orleans, but his bio language says sometimes actions speak louder than words, and you obviously can see that he's not playing. And while he he may be actually hurt for real, I think he is really hurt. But you can see that you can see that there's a lot of issues there in the organization. I don't feel like the organization is built to handle him. Like a lot of strong organizations, like this one, like the Miami Heat. Well, like a team with like a more structure, I feel like they could they they could be built to handle this, and like maybe could get him back into playing shape and get him back on into the fold. But like no disrespect to your team, DB, but your team structurally is just not built organizationally is not built to handle this. And I think a lot of Pelicans fans are are suggesting are now acknowledging the fact that now a, a trade on is is likely on the horizon, unless they were able to get some sort of miracle to where you all can get. Um, Back on one accord with um with Williamson, but it doesn't look like that that's gonna happen anytime soon. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different angles to look at the situation. When Zion was drafted, a lot of people felt like he never even wanted to be in New Orleans from the very get go. But he I don't wanna say went through the motions, but he, he maybe didn't shout as much until maybe as right now. Uh It'll be interesting in the offseason. Do the Falcons give him an extension? And if they don't, why do they explain why? Uh, because look, I probably an extension until ultimately happens. I ultimately have to. He just hasn't. He's a good player, but he just hasn't been healthy. So I think it would be uh, bad at best, in my opinion, right now. Uh, and if Zion doesn't get that money. Will he throw a tantrum and one out? Because I don't know. One thing I do know is Falcons have been kind of dysfunctional. And they've had three coaches, three years. Willie Green has done a job so for the foreseeable future, or as long as David. Uh, but I don't know if Zion fits rated in Green. I've always felt like I was a bad fit to win the and so traded him what what can you hear me yeah there you go yeah so the question what can you get for it? uh but it'll be interesting i don't know i will about things and then we'll know more uh but as long as he will be there they'll keep him there but i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting trained i could see that happening and the destination it makes too much. He wants to be there. They want to there. Big bodies up there. I don't know how long can the reports that he traded. But RJ Bear will be there as long as he wants. So uh, that, that'll be interesting for the Knicks. And I think that, but I still have a kind of 
reminds me of the Joel and B situation. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's just going in and out though. Mhm. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Joel and B situation. Well, and me wanted to be there though, man. Uh -uh. Say what? Well, and B wanted to be in Philly though. No, 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 no. That, you got, I'm talking about from the injury standpoint. Okay. Yeah, and then they committed to him, and then the rest is history. But uh, I, I don't know. We'll see what's on, how this thing ends. But the way it's looking, I'd be stunned if he's a pelican in two or three years. All right. Is it is there anything else? Um, do you think Zion will play with the Pelicans his whole career? No, man, I saw that. I've been saying that since he got drafted, man. Um, he just does. I don't think he would stay here long term, man. It's never, you know, outside of Giannis, you know, Giannis, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but Giannis is a foreign player. You know, Giannis, Dirk, all those guys from overseas, uh, Jokic, they're more, they're more liable to stay with these, in these small markets for the rest of their careers. But these American born players, they won't do it. A lot of them won't do it. You know, especially the ones that we have now. But, um, listen, man, if I just think people need to be act like grown ups and act like grown ups, man, and um talk it over, man. Talk it over with, with Zion. Have a have have a conversation with the owner, Griffin, the head coach, in the meeting, man, just air it out, man. Do you wanna be here or not? Air it out, bro. Don't don't like that is alarming to me that this guy, you know, doesn't talk to the team, man. Is away from the team. Is detached. Um, I think he just should, in his best interest, I think it would be better if he come back next season, build his value up, and then move on. But if the Pelicans feel like it's best that they part ways now, then so be it. I just think... Um, they need to get the best value for him, the best in return for him. But I think they got a good nucleus right now. They finally have a good head coach. They got a coach that um has built a culture there. You know, the team started off one and twelve. Um at the beginning of the season, people thought it was um a lottery. They're about to be done a lottery uh, high lottery pick, but they've turned it around and now they're uh, they're on the verge of being a playing team. But they have a good nucleus right now, but and also, if they, I think they just can't keep doing this though. They can't, they can't keep um, halfway building teams. You know, um, they've led. You can't be a, a farm system for, for other teams. They've had Baron Davis. They've had uh, Mass Barn. They've had um, Andy Davis. You had uh, now you have Zion. You just can't keep. Doing this, man. But you've been in the, you, the Pelicans have been in this this stage, this phase for like ten plus years, ten ten to fifteen years. Whereas they build it, and then it just comes back, come crashing back down. They can't keep doing this, you know. But um, I think the best. I think he will be traded eventually, man. Eventually, you know. I just think he only did this because. The pressure on the outside is a PR thing. You know what I'm saying? Is you know, immediate if Stephen A. saying this, JJ Reddick saying this, the fans saying this. Now he not involved in the um, ticket in the, uh, the season ticket holder message. That's the only way he's saying it. You know, it's a, it's a PR plot. Um, I just think, and also, man, I just think he's kind of a bit entitled 
to me, man. It just a bit, of, you know, an entitled AAU player um, facing adversity for the first time, and he's doing a bad job of um, dealing with it, you know. But if they can convince this guy to stay, then it'd be great. Stay for another, um, sign his first match deal, that'd be great. But um, it, ain't looking like, it ain't looking good right now, but I hope he would act like a grown adult and be direct with um, the uh, ownership, um, David Griffin and the head coach, and say what you want instead of going by your family. Say what you want to say. You know? You got anything else to add? Yeah, I was just going to – you mentioned it, how he wasn't uh, in the season ticket holder thing. I wonder if that – that's going to be interesting to see if if Davey Griffin or the coaches asked about that. But I, I thought that was an interesting sign. But uh, he did reach out to CJ McCollum. Uh, Malika Andrews said that she talked to Zion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at least he, he did that. I personally didn't think that was that big of a deal, in my opinion. Uh, but You think it was a big deal, man? Somebody, if, somebody, if you somebody got traded to your team. And you a star. You don't think it's a bigger deal not speak to him? Um, I mean, I don't really think, Brand. that's the thing. I really don't think Zion is the star of that team. I think it's Brandon Ingram. Yeah, for I right mean, now, yeah. He's a, everyone hypes Zion up, but I just think Brandon Ingram is so underappreciated in that city. And so that's why I feel like if you lose Zion, it's not the end of the world because Brandon Ingram's the face of that franchise. But not the face of the franchise, but in my opinion, he's a franchise player. If they're going to ever win a title, he'll be the main reason why. So, uh, I think he could he could have maybe done it, and then it wouldn't have been a big story. But And he eventually did it. But I, I don't think it was the worst thing, in my opinion. But we'll see this offseason. This offseason will tell us everything. If the Falcons offer him this long, long-term extension and he doesn't take it, then that'll tell us a lot. Or if the Pelicans don't offer him because they just want to see him play more, that will tell us a, a little bit more. But uh, we won't really know until this offseason, in my opinion, how this is, which direction this is going into. Yeah, that's true. You got anything else to add, uh, Leo? Um, I think the team, okay, the Pelicans... Like, I think the reason why Zion's not around because I see him thinking, like, while the team is good on the product, on the court, I think, like, he sees the dysfunction, like, it's, like, in the front office. And I feel like he understands that he feels like he could be in a better situation. Not saying the Pillies are a bad team because y'all, so, they're playing good ball. Like, they're so it makes a bad situation right now? No, no. I just feel like David Griffin, like, I feel like he has a problem with David Griffin. Yeah. I think it's a problem with management. Like, I don't think that it's, like, the play production on the court because the players are being productive. They act, even though like, your point guard is Devontae Graham doesn't know, hasn't gotten how to play basketball. But besides that, the, um, <laughs> the fighters, besides his, his struggles, the, the team's been pretty good in there. They're in playoff contention for a playoff in a playing spot. So I feel like if Williamson comes back, if he were able to miraculously come back for these last maybe – maybe a little bit, y'all could uh, make a run, like, in terms of, like, getting into the playoffs. So, it's not, I don't think, like, his beef, his issue is with what's on the court, the product. I 
like it's in the, the people who put the product on the court. Here's that problem. That could be a... I agree with you, man. A griff, man. I, I don't know why they were like... They, when he first was drafted, they, they handled it like with kids' gloves. You know, there was a minutes restriction. He can play, play in, you know, certain spots in the game. All kind of stuff, man. Just... I don't know, man. It's it's wild, man. But we'll see how everything plays out, man. It's, the offseason will tell us everything, like Brian said. So we'll see. All right. Moving right along. Last NBA topic of the night. Phoenix Suns. Um, Right now, the Suns are the top team in the uh, Western Conference right now. They are... They won seven straight. Uh, their last ten games, they're seven. Won seven straight, forty-eight and ten. Um, Gold State is like seven, seven games back. They fell, but they're the second seed in the West right now. But over the All Star weekend, we got some news that Chris Paul, their uh, point guard, their leader, committed six to eight weeks with a, uh, I think it's a. I'm not sure if it's a, I think it's a hand injury that he suffered at some point in the season. Um, yeah, with thumb injury, thumb fracture, six, six to eight weeks with a with a thumb fracture. He tried to play in the All Star game, for what I was I heard. But I want to ask y'all, down stretch for Phoenix, with Paul being out, do you think to keep the uh, the lead in the West, the top seed? Yeah. Can you repeat it? All right. Yeah, so, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was eating. I'm sorry. I said I with Chris Paul, with Chris Paul being out for six to eight weeks with the uh, thumb injury, do you think Phoenix will remain the top, the top seed in the West while he's out? Uh, I'll take this one first. I think they can. Two reasons. I like the Suns' culture. And they picked up Aaron Holiday. He can help a little bit. Cameron Payne, who's from Memphis. Uh, I think he can really help. And, so, and most importantly, they have Devin Booker and DeAndre and Monty Williams. So as long as those three will be there, they'll be all right. Uh, and also the Warriors have the, one of the toughest schedules remaining. So I think that helps the Suns, too. So I think the, the Suns will be all right. It's all about culture. Um, CP3 is a song teller. Keep in mind, this team, what this team was before CP3, this team was a play-in team, a bubble-like team. You got there, you got to the finals. This guy's important. God, they need him. I feel that they will be suffering despite him. Uh, Chris Paul, keep in mind, y'all, often last year, during late in the season, even though Chris made Blaine Booker was their main scorer, look at who closed out games, Chris Paul. He closed, he was the closer last year. In those late games last year in the playoffs and in the regular season. So I think they're going to miss that these next six to eight weeks. If I'm not mistaken, eight, two months, will the playoffs be starting? Yeah. So they, he may be out for early. I'm assuming he'll probably try to get back within that six weeks to try to come back before the playoffs. But that's definitely the rest of the regular season. Last so, game, April 10th. Yep, so. Yep, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to try to get bust his butt to get back 
before the play before the playoffs. But you know, you never know, and so it's going to be a big loss. And Golden, like you said about uh, Golden State, does have the hardest schedule, one of the hardest schedules left. But it's Golden State you're talking about. You see, the, when you have a guy that can shoot 16 threes, I mean, even though it was an All Star game, but you got me 16 threes, man. You, you, you're not a, you never like he make. He, you're, it's harder for the other teams that are playing against uh, Golden State than it is for the Golden State. Trust me, they're they're they'll be just fine and they'll be they'll be ready. They'll be ready. Trust me. Yeah, um, I agree with you somewhat, but while Paul is out, this would be a great opportunity for Devil, Devil Booker to step up and just lead, put the team on his back while Paul is out. Um, you never know what can happen if that that had to, if, um, that had to occur. He could um, possibly put himself in the MVP conversation if it ain't too late. But um, they got a um, Donald Stretch. I'm looking at the schedule. Uh, these next few games, uh, the next I would say the next five games are winnable. Only issue I may see after that is like they got New Milwaukee and they got a, a matchup with uh, Portland. I think they could beat Utah. But other than that, I mean. He may, he may be able to hold it down, man. Booker, man. Um, it'd be great. To, it'd be great to see if he can do that. You know. But um, I don't think it'll get to the point. I don't think it's gonna get to the point to where they just slide and, and, and the Lakers get up there and take the spot. I don't think that's happening because I heard somebody, you know, in, in the, you know, out there saying that man that uh. They could slide, Phoenix could slide, and the Lakers could, you know, gain some momentum and get that spot, get into that um that top spot. But I don't think that's happening, man. I just kind of that's a little high property right there, but I think Phoenix would be fine, man. Without him, y'all got anything else to add to that, Brian? Yeah, I agree. So I would like there's one team that could potentially catch them is the Grizzlies because their schedule is one of the easiest ones. But uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, it will be. Indeed, it will be. Uh, Memphis is um looking really good right now, man. They're in a really good spot. Um, re- rebuild it took that long to get done. Um, and I wish. I mean, maybe if Zion would act like uh, Ja, then the Pelicans would be in a good position, you know. Um, just embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Embrace. Where you at, and be and be willing to turn around, turn around like John did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, man. That's what we have for y'all for right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel. If listen to this through YouTube. Let us know how you feel about these topics. Um, for punishment by Juan House punishment fail file. Um, do you think um LeBron will uh, go back to Cleveland for the third time? Also, check out strikesevensports.com for his content on the NFL, the NBA, and much more. Listen to this through, listen to this uh, podcast through Spotify, Apple. Um, leave us a five-star rating. Leave us some reviews, some good reviews. Hate, like, comment, subscribe. Um, have a good night, and we'll be back. Peace.